Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for critical thinking. Well, this podcast is presented to you by the Ministry of Truth from 1984. Oh. Wait, I mean, I mean the uh, disinformation governance board. But p- please don't put us down. What you talking about there, Willis? Um. Well, the the department I would argue needs to go first in the great sweeping change that needs to happen in the cesspool known as Washington D.C. Uh, the Department of Homeland Security quietly announced in a Senate hearing, right? Alexander Mayorkas, or was it, you know, it was a congressional hearing, that um, they have started the Disinformation Governance Board. What is this Disinformation Governance Board you speak of? I, 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 I don't know. Because um, they they were very light on the, um, how shall we say this, Um, details. But they did let us know that they were going to um, start this board, right? Uh Uh-huh. And you might be wondering to yourself, well, uh, if it's Department of Homeland Security, does that mean that they're just dealing with national security? Well, uh-huh. Politico is reporting that DHS is creating the board to, quote, coordinate countering misinformation related to homeland security focused specifically on irregular migration in Russia. Yes, uh, Andrew Coppins of uh, Critical Thinking, you you, uh, you have a question? Well, um, 
What's irregular migration, Pat? Some would actually uh, call that illegal immigration, right? Um, um, would that also include things like, I don't know, 43 terrorists on the terrorist watch list being caught uh, <clears throat> crossing the southern border? Is that the irregular migration that we are uh, speaking of? Um, are, are you talking about on our southern border specifically? Uh, yes, that and, is correct. And, uh -huh. and, and the one where, where Trump was building a great, big, and beautiful wall, the one where Joe Biden rolled back a lot of the Trump policies uh, along the southern border, mm -hmm. the, 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 same, the same southern border that um, – the Biden administration can't seem to get under control. We're, we're, we're talking about that southern border, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, also, Pat, um, <clears throat> it is all about combating national security threats, foreign national security threats, of course. What does that look like exactly? Well, it, it's the bots from Russia, right? Um, it's all of these people who make themselves online look to be American citizens and look legitimate um, in political discourse, right? Trying to influence the American election. Now, uh -huh. I, I have a question to the uh, Disinformation Governance Board. Yeah, Are we yes. also um, going to look at our own government and its influence peddling and misinformation campaigns in foreign elections? Oh, that was going to be my Ooh. next question. Wait, 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 wait. We we don't do that. Oh, oh, wait. Yes, we do. So, I, I another question here. This is all supposed to be about national security, mm -hmm. um, and foreign entities mm -hmm. trying to infiltrate our our election system and things like. Okay, so, um, how long before they start? doing something like this to our own people. Yeah, because it's part and parcel of the Department of Homeland Security. They don't have the the mission statement of the CIA, right? Why is this not under right. the guise of the CIA? Why is this not the CIA's job? Would be my argument here, right? Right. If we're going to create a department or a board or jobs, right? Why is this not the CIA doing this, right? Gathering this information and 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 notifying the Googles, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the whomever that this is going on, right? Hey, by the way, uh, these are the foreign actors who are attempting to influence our own elections. More importantly, why don't you just tell the American people to not believe these things, right? Hey, by the way, here's the transparent truth. These people are trying to influence our elections. Don't listen to them. The influence looks like this and lay out a blueprint because here's the reality in 2016 and in 2020, it happened, right? Right. Russia did try to influence the election in 2016, but ironically, it, they tried to influence it against Donald Trump, not for Donald Trump. If you look at the all the bots and all the things that were going on, they were all pro Hillary Clinton. Why? Because they knew, as Russia, they could manipulate and use Hillary Clinton. They did not know what they could do or not do with Donald Trump. Now, you might be saying, Pat, uh, 
or you might be saying to me, Andy, um, who's heading this uh, organization up, right? Who, who's, um, who's doing the uh, the the uh, Ministry of I mean Disinformation Governance Board? Who who's heading that up? Well, yeah, I'm yeah, glad, glad you asked. Um, who is heading that up? Well, because um, you know we we have to have an expert in this. You would think, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that this administration is competent enough to put somebody with experience and competency and, and intelligence in a position like this. I'm sure this administration would do that. That's exactly what they did. Okay. And her name is Nina Jankowitz. Who is Nina Jankowitz? Hmm. Well, she is a misinformation expert, according to her own website, wikipedia.com. Okay, this sounds promising. <clears throat> Literally, Nina Jankowitz, disinformation expert, is uh-huh. an internationally recognized expert on disinformation and democratization. Her debut book, How to Lose the Information Wars, was named a uh, New Statesman 2020 Book of the Year. The New Yorker called it a persuasive new book on disinformation as a geopolitical strategy. Sounds like an expert to me. Y- yes, Andrew Coppins, uh, critical thinking, uh, you you, uh, you have a question? Um, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but uh-huh. Um, disinformation by another name would be called... Uh, propaganda right yes mm-hmm. yes that, that that would be a great way to describe it but yes um propaganda as a matter of um geopolitical strategy has been around since the dawn of man yeah truth or fiction uh-huh yeah <laughs> it's friday but sure okay yeah yeah, yeah. so We we haven't stopped it one time in all of humanity. And, and, and okay, mm-hmm. now you might be saying, "Well, okay, she's got some credentials, right? She she wrote a book, <laughs> she, dude. She wrote a book. She she's been highly recognized. Sounds like highly recommended for this." I I think this administration is just doing a perfect job when it comes to handling this sort of thing, this disinformation crisis, this threat to our uh, national security. Mm. Yeah, um, there's more. Oh, please enlighten me. Well, um, you see, she has spoken in front of governments and international organizations and tech companies. She has testified before the United States Congress, UK Parliament, and the European Parliament, and led accessible, actionable research about the effects of disinformation. Wait for it. Pat, we're going to play the woke Olympics here. Where do you think that she has uh, led research on the effects of disinformation? What, What group do you think? Define what you mean by group. 
She has led accessible, actionable research about the effects of disinformation on women, minorities, democratic activists, and freedom of expression. Look, this is um, low-hanging fruit for her, right? This sounds like total expertise, solid research, and and um, the, the the know withal to to handle um, this particular subject matter. She, she's doing a fantastic job so far. This administration couldn't have made a better choice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there's still more because oh wait, oh boy, she's also a former global fellow at the Woodrow Wilson Center. Well, Woodrow Wilson was one of the best presidents when it comes to foreign policy and foreign relations and 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 did a lot for public policy here in the United States. So I I could see this. I she she totally qualified. Great call by by the Biden administration. Right. And by the way, she is also um, currently serving a term on the Kennan Institute within the Wilson Center. You might say, what the hell is the Kennan Institute? I was going to say, what is that exactly? It is the premier U.S. center for advanced research on Russia and Euro-Asia and the oldest and largest regional program at the Woodrow Wilson International Center for Scholars. The Kennan Institute is committed to improving American understanding of Russia, Ukraine, and the region through research and exchange. So what you're saying is uh, you're just propping her up even more like like this is this is just even better and better all the time. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 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 She's an expert, right? Yeah, she knows her bleep. Yep. She wouldn't happen to uh, be a political activist at all, right? I mean, I I haven't heard anything that would suggest that so far. All righty then. Well, March 16th of 2021, so about a year ago. Yeah. Uh, she comments on the ODNI report on foreign threats to the American election, saying the following. No indication that any foreign actor attempted to alter any technical aspect of the election, including voter registration, casting ballots, tabulation, or reporting. Sorry, not sorry to everyone who claimed China was responsible for Biden's victory. Who said that? Yeah, I just... Anybody um, of any credibility, anybody with any actual voice or... Who, who said that? She, she's just using her expertise to to uh, get rid of all of the uh, AFPAC conspiracy theorists out there, and, and that that are trying to say that China helped Biden steal the election. That's all she's doing. Wow. Well, <clears throat> again, one year ago, almost to the day. Uh, well, really, it's a year and a month ago. Mm-hmm. I see, meaning intelligence community. Has a high degree of confidence, she tweets, that the Kremlin used proxies to push influence narratives, including misleading or unsubstantiated claims about President Biden to U.S. media, officials, and influencers, 
some close to President Trump. <clears throat> a clear nod to the alleged Hunter laptop. Well, wasn't she just uh, just clarifying that that what we've been saying all along is that Russia has been trying to influence our elections? It, 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 to me, it sounds like she's just using her expertise in, in helping uh, us solve this disinformation crisis. There's just one large effing problem with this, Pat. What, what is that exactly? The Hunter Biden laptop was real. Oh, she's trying to tell us that it wasn't right. Oh, she also told us in the same Twitter thread, by the way, that Iran worked against Trump. China decided not to interfere or influence. (laughs) (laughs) But Hezbollah, Cuba and Venezuela also attempted to influence the election. There's really one other part of all of this that they forgot. North bleeping Korea who is the proxy for China. So, to to be clear, what we're really saying about uh, Miss uh, Jenkowitz... Uh-huh, uh-huh. But wait, there's still still more. Okay, oh, there's more? Okay, but... Go ahead. By all means, go ahead. Quote, even after the election, Russian online influence actors continue to promote narratives questioning the election results and disparaging President Biden and the Democratic Party. These efforts parallel plans Moscow had in place in 2016 to discredit a potential Clinton admin. Ahead of the election, we saw officials across government downplaying the Russian threat and emphasizing alleged Chinese operations. Recall how China led some public intel assessments. It seems our fears about the Trump admin politicizing intel were borne out. Is it possible that the uh, they overhyped the Chinese influence peddling in this election? Yeah, absolutely. I firmly believe that they did. Does that mean that they were bad actors, that this was nefarious in nature, or was the intel just bad? Um, I seem to remember us um, around 2003, 4-ish, Pat. Uh, yeah. Going into this country called Iraq. You, you remember that? Yeah. Uh, it's this country over the Middle East. It starts with an I. It's right around Iran. Ends with a Q. Ends with a Q. It yeah. has a raw in the middle. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Uh, believe that was the country that uh, Saddam Hussein was the dictator over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and um, correct me if I'm wrong, but every intel agency in the world noted the the procurement, usage, and storage of weapons of mass destruction, biological chemical weapons in the possession of the mad dictator Saddam Hussein, right? Uh, Yeah. I was going to say, we weren't the only ones to say it either. Okay. Mm. Um, It is now 2022. Have we found those WMDs yet, Pat? I mean, didn't we supposedly find them in Syria? No. 
So that was just a conspiracy theory? No, 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 no. We found evidence that they were making WMDs in Syria. Ah, okay. That Syria was making WMDs. That's the evidence that we found. We never once found, right? Because the 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 WMD story was that they that he had them, that he was prepared to use them, that he had a stockpile of WMDs. Yes, yes, that was that that was this. I remember that very clearly, having you know. Okay, all right. I'm just asking. I'm just pointing this out because um, isn't it possible that our intelligence community gets things wrong? you know, gets things wrong from time to time. Like major things, like uh, things that got us into a war. Oopsies. Yeah, I mean, that, okay, that okay. is... So, yeah. so, could it just be that the intelligence community got this wrong and, and um, more importantly, um, was it nefarious? Because that's exactly what she's doing here. Notice how everything that she is analyzing is slanted in the favor of one side of this equation. She she attributes everything nefarious, right, to yeah. the Trump administration, to helping Trump, to this, to that, right, to sowing the the January sixth insurrection, right? Yeah, because that's where she's going with all of this, right? Right. Interesting how it, that that it all just falls one way, it, it, except for the democratic narrative of uh, the 2016 election of Russian collusion, right? Um, uh-huh. is that just a mistake, Nina Jankowitz, or was that just a lie told by the bureaucrat? Oh, wait, um. Every piece of information that we are now getting through the special counsel on that, um, <clears throat> turns out that this was largely a coordinated lie, that this was literally made up out of whole cloth, that none of this, including the Alpha Bank link and all of this stuff that the FBI, the CIA, and the Clinton cronies put together to try to steal the 2016 election, right, was an absolute fabrication. There's nothing that points to any of it being close to true. Most of the evidence that is being gathered today shows it to be an absolute lie. Not even not even a stretching of the truth. Like, none of it actually existed. In real life. Made up out of whole cloth. Is that the disinformation that you work to combat? Or is it the um, disinformation um, that um, you're trying to now peddle about how to be a woman online? Because that's her new book coming out, by the way. So... What I'm what I'm hearing here is, um, for, well, first of all, before I before I say this, is, is there more? I mean, there is more to uncover about Nina Jankowitz. Sure. Okay. However, I think we have piled enough evidence to suggest that um, <coughs> there's an agenda with this individual. 
Well, well yeah, but I, I was also going to say is, um, is she not the uh, Lord Savior President Dr. Anthony Fauci of the Dif- Disinformation Governance Board? Hey, man, look, I have to give her credit where credit is due here. What what is that exactly? Just 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 curious. What what is that? Her grift is amazing. Oh, she literally <laughs> has created an industry for herself, and mm. then, and then on top of creating this industry for herself, right? This this I'm an expert on disinformation. How how is that possible? That word didn't exist in our lexicon vocabulary anywhere within any circles ten years ago. Let alone five years ago. I was going to say that, that that's a pretty recent, like two, three years ago kind of term. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We used to just call that propaganda. Yeah. Uh, because that's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Whether that is stretching the truth or making bleep up. But is that uh, not but, but, an accurate- So I have to give her credit here, Pat. She mm. has literally created an industry around herself and basically has said, hi, I'm an expert. Trust me on this. Meanwhile, she's literally just a political operative. Now, I will say this, though, Pat. The right's ever-loving freakout about this is a little overblown for me. Yeah, well, I mean... And here's why. Mm -hmm. Because do we have evidence that would suggest that this is something that's going to turn internal? No. Could it? Yes. Is it right to shine a spotlight on this and say, uh, oh, hell no, we're going to nip this in the bud before this happens? Yes. Yeah. But to suggest that this is some massive game plan to now create a Ministry of Truth 1984 style? Not necessarily. I mean, this is the first logical step, isn't it? Right. This is the first logical step, but that doesn't mean that it goes all the way. True. True. That's a fair point. Have they ever not stopped at just the first step? No. Exactly. So I get I get wanting to nip it in the bud, but to suggest that this is definitely this is bad, but to suggest that this is somehow going to be this massive, you know, overhaul. News flash, by the way, the NSA, the CIA, the FBI is spying on you. That's a new that shouldn't be a news flash to you. Okay? They already have all of the information that they could possibly want to use if they wanted to turn against you. Okay? If if they wanted to go full on tyranny. Now, if I were into conspiracy theories, Pat, what did we talk about yesterday? Um the innocent benign whatever explanation of the economic policies that were being indicated, right? The story of the $1.6 trillion of of funny money being flooded into the economy in terms of uh, forgiveness of student loans, right? And then on top of it, Chuck Schumer saying, you know what we're going to do? We're going to raise taxes to combat inflation. So we're going to throw more money into the the fire, and then we're going to constrict your ability to be able to circulate said increase in money. And oh, by the way, um, we also lost 1.4% of our GDP in the first quarter. So, um, is that bad, Pat? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh, negative GDP growth is bad. Mm. Yeah. Who knew? Um, 
so what we posited yesterday is, is what? There are only two possible explanations for these economic policies. Either they're completely economic illiterate, right? Right. Which is bad in and of itself. Right. Or they're doing this on purpose to burn our economy to the ground. To do what? To bring apart or bring upon us not just modern monetary theory, which, by the way, if you take a look at what's going on in our government right now, how is it not modern monetary theory in practice? But to bring about a new socialist order of our economy. Because who's going to save the economy when it's been tanked? Our lords, our saviors, our presidents, our government. It's just going to be a partnership, Pat. It's going to be stakeholder capitalism, Pat, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. otherwise known as socialism in practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Because who's going to be the stakeholder, right? It's going to yeah. be those, uh, those <clears throat> quote-unquote new bondholders who are uh, uh, the federal government because they're the ones that are going to come in and prop up industry, right? Oh, and, it, and by the way, Pat, is it also bad that we are uh, – importing 55 billion dollars in a quarter more than we export is that uh, bad yeah that seems pretty bad yeah okay just just check in here so yesterday it's either they're wanting to actually intentionally burn this crap down or they're economic illiterates. Or it could be both. Yeah, it could be. I, I, I tend to lean to, to the, is this is on purpose. Because, because, I mean, even, what are you doing if you're Chuck Schumer, right? You've been at this game a long time. You know what's going to happen if you do that, right? You already smell the blood in the water when it comes to the midterm election coming your way in November, right? Right. So why would you torch yourself on top of it? Hey, folks, you're going to tar and feather me. Let's make sure I just tar myself. Why, why, it, it, why would you do that? Is this some sort of um, idea of, of almost like a mutually assured destruction? So like if I can't win and I can't have the power... I'm going to screw you over as much as I humanly possibly can. On but my they're not going to screw them over because nobody is going to blame the people come November because they are literally telling you before we get there, we're going to raise the taxes. Before we get there, we're going to um, add another trillion dollars of debt before we get there. Right. Now, they've tried to, to play the Putin blame game, right? Right. Except for almost all of the fundamentals that have led to this negative GDP, right? All of right. the fundamentals that lead to a $55 billion. By the way, um, Russia is probably like seventh or eighth. Ukraine is probably about 14th or 15th on our trade partner list. So even if that, even if Putin in the war in Ukraine was a big deal, when it comes to GDP, it wouldn't be. Right. It wouldn't be. What the? So 
Now that we have that background of yesterday's show, right? My posited theory here is that they are interested in burning this down. Because when they burn it down, who's left holding the bag, right? To your point, right? Who's left holding the bag? Can they bring it back from the brink, right? Like this is like a five alarm fire that's been burning for five hours, right? What are you going to do when you're just showing up as the uh, as the police and fire, right? right. What are you going to do? You can't put a, a five alarm fire out five hours after it's been burning. You, you kind of have to let it burn, right? So I, I, so the theory that I lean towards is that they are interested in burning this economy to the ground, but I also think they are interested in burning down all pillars of our society that have existed. And this is a prime example of this. They are literally putting somebody who didn't believe that Hunter Biden's laptop was true, believed Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Russian collusion story to be true, and tells us she's an expert in disinformation as the head of some sort of disinformation task force, if you will, right? What is the benign, innocent explanation to steal from Steve Days, right? What is the what is the benign explanation for for number one announcing this? Number two, thinking that this is a good idea, and number three, putting somebody who literally tells you she believed all of the lies over the last four years to have been true. Why would you do that? What what is the innocent explanation for those two things happening at the same time, also in conjunction with what is coming up? In the midterm elections, knowing the American people, by and large, at least 60 to 70 percent of the American people already do not trust the federal government. Like I said, is she not the Lord President Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci of the Ministry of Truth or or the uh, Disinformation Governance Board? Again, Pat, I ask you, what is that benign, innocent explanation? There is none. There is none. So the that only conclusion that we can come to is as we see these stories coming at us, right, at almost the exact same time, we see Chuck Schumer going out and telling the people, we're going to raise your taxes, which has got to be the most politically stupid thing you could possibly say at any point in time. Read my lips, no new taxes. Lost him the 92 election, right? Yep. Okay, you were still probably being swaddled in, in, in the crib. I mean, I was almost four. Yeah, like I said, swaddled in the crib. No, I was almost four. Oh, that's right. You were being hidden from society because you were a mutant. I mean, my mom did say I had an evil twin locked up in the attic. No, that could we're have not been me there. for years. We're, we're not, we're not going to go there, Pat. <clears throat> but my point being, right, you, I mean, you wouldn't have remembered that, but it is one of the most memorable moments in all of American political history. I, I, Read my I, lips. I know, no new I've, taxes. I've, I've seen clips of that in, in you know, throughout right. politics and history. And so, stuff. I, so I know what that is. So Chuck Schumer comes out and says that out right. loud. 
We've got Joe Biden telling us, hey, by the way, uh, I know that uh, spending trillions of dollars has uh, inflated our monetary supply to the point where uh, uh, we have 7% real annualized GDP, or excuse me, inflation. That's the annualized number. 7% is the highest in American history. That number is the highest in American history. Okay, so we're going to pump even more money. You know what? Hey, Chuck Schumer, tell them we're going to raise taxes. And oh, by the way, we're going to forgive all that that loan debt, which means, oh, we have to circulate more money into the economy while we're restricting all of that. And while uh, while we're also going to say to you, uh, don't worry, we've got your back. Uh, we, we're, we're totally going to watch that disinformation coming from elsewhere. Wink, wink. And the people that we're going to put in charge of all of these things are people who do not have um, the American public's best interest at heart. They have a political agenda at heart. Now, would I trust somebody who has a right wing agenda to do this? No. This is also part and parcel of the issue when it comes to social media, right? And everybody trying to build up an expertise on social media. Is right. that you can't be impartial. And, and that's what it requires of you in this situation. Can you, as a human being, set aside your own biases to tell the truth? And, and I would suggest the issue with Nina Jankowitz isn't that she's part of the Wilson Center. is not that she has some sort of niche that she created for herself. It is that all of the things that she believes to have been true tend to go one direction only. She's not interested in finding the truth. She's interested in what has become of her own personal political beliefs. And, and how do I use information, right, to, hmm. to assuage or persuade somebody to believe this to be true? And more importantly... Your political blinders have proven you to be wrong on major things, not once but twice. It's How, a manipulation I, of information. Right. So at the end of the day, it comes down to this. You know, I titled yesterday's show, The Democrats Want to Burn America Down. Right? Tell me they don't. They already are rotting our cultural institutions. They're already rotted. They've already rotted academia, right? <clears throat> they're already rotting government. And now they're somehow going to, they're going to be our saviors. And, oh, by the way, we're not done tanking our economy yet. Oh, you know what? I see that burning, I see that burning building. Um, <clears throat> I have an idea, Pat. Um, I'm going to run in there. And, but before I do, I run in. Before I run into that burning building, I'm going to pour gasoline on myself. What? What sane, innocent, benign? Like what? What? What sane person would ever think to do that? Well, you don't unless you have you an agenda, right? You don't unless mm -hmm. you want to commit suicide, to commit Harry Carey, if you will, right? You don't do that. You don't do that 
to your economy if you care about the economy. You don't do that to the institutions of America if you care about the institutions of America. And that doesn't mean that you don't work to make sure that they are more perfect, if you will, right? Better right. than you left or when when you got there, right? Right. We don't do that. You know, we, we can look at, uh, Pat, the... Um, the Declaration of Independence, if you actually see the draft copy of the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson writes about slavery, right? He writes about the aberration of slavery and how the king allowing slavery in the United States, right, was bad and how treating man as chattel is bad. Well, how do you square that with he owned slaves? He didn't want to own slaves. That's how you square it. You square it because the rule of law of the day said, unless you don't have any debts, you can't free your slaves. Thomas Jefferson died a debtor. His parents died in debt. He owed debt. He couldn't do anything about it. Well, you could break the law because of morality. Well, morality at the time also suggested that you don't do that. Morality at the time also suggested you don't take on debt, by the way. Right. The, the point in all of this is to tell us what? That Jefferson and his era were attempting to leave a better society than they found. Because they knew that they potentially were not wrought for this world, right? Right. They all believe if you watch or listen or read anything that any of these people had to say about 1774-ish to 1793, even into the 1800s, right? That they firmly believed that they would be killed. They would not live to see America become America. They firmly believed that. Most of them actually did, right? Right. That having been said, they were attempting to leave a better society than they had found. Not burn a society to the ground and, and then leave it worse. So are they, are, are they really arsoning our society, burning it to the ground, or are they trying to leave a better world? My answer is they, they're not trying to leave a better world because we already know what happens when you attempt economic and political socialism. We already know it because we see it all around the world. We see it in China right now, right? Sure, they have capitalistic elements of their society, but it's by and large socialist. It is communist. But socialism is the political aspect, and they've married socialism with capitalism on the economic side of things it is state-owned capitalism how's that working out for the people of shanghai how's that worked out for the people of russia how is the oligarchy of ukraine worked out right how is that working in venezuela cuba we could go on and on and on and on and on Are we leaving our society better or worse? And right now, it is very hard to argue that the Democrats are interested in leaving a better society. They are interesting. They are more interested in being the uh, 
person who accidentally put some gasoline on the fire and then um, said, you know what, I should probably light that fire. Right? Or they're, they're going to be the ones that uh, open the gas can and light a match. What do you think is going to happen? Right? There's nothing innocent about this. This is purposeful. When I take a look at all the stories that we've talked about this week, Pat, what other conclusion can you possibly come to other than this is their plan? This is what they have wanted to do all along because none of what they're telling us, none of what they are indicating they want to do makes sense to anybody that has any sort of sanity left to them. Well, and and here's the thing. This was their plan, win or lose, right? Either they win and they were going to just, you know, shove this down our throats or they lose and they're just going to expedite things and still shove it down our throats. Like they are going to do whatever they can to make sure that much, as much of their agenda is passed, done, and wrought upon uh, American society as much as possible before this upcoming election. They're going to do that. It, it's you're right. Win or lose, this was always the plan. Yeah, it'll be interesting uh, to see what what they come up with and what what they uh, do next, but. The other flip side of that coin is you got, you have to pay attention. And we have to have people in Congress, in the state houses, in your localities, right? In your local areas that recognize what is being tried and will fight against it. The the time for um I, I don't want to say it this way, but the, the time for principled loserdom, right? The oh shucks, we 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 lost, uh, we lost that uh, that battle over capital gains taxes. The, the the time for that type of stuff is gone. It is time to fight, and fight with every tool that you have. You don't have to be nice. We talked about meekness. Meekness is not nice. Meekness is understanding when to wield power and when to back off. Meekness is to understand when, where, and how. Do I trust the Republican Party to be able to stem this tide? No, because I already firmly believe the Democrats' position is going to be to burn this crap to the ground before they, because they already see the writing on the wall. They're done. Okay. They're done. So they might as well burn it down on the way out. And I'm not just talking about being done for this political election. They're done. The jig is up. The American people have been exposed to all of their radical academia, all their radical cultural stuff, all of their radical political stuff. It has all been exposed over the last two to three years. Right? Yeah. So why not? And then what are you going to do about it? Right? Because to your earlier point, is this not just a setup? Because sure, there can be some blame that will end up being placed on the Republicans because holy crap, things are bad and they're only about to get worse. Right? Right. So Republicans have been incapable of doing anything about it. So what do they do for the next two years? Right? Right. They have Joe Biden as president. He's just going to block and block and block and block. 
The only way to do that is to veto-proof everything. And when it comes to the election of 2024, the AOCs, the squad, that crowd sets themselves up to do what? We run this mother. We run this mother. Right? Well, well, we, the Republicans, and, and we've tried capitalism, right? We've tried it, and it failed. It's time for something new. Because they torched it to the ground themselves. So think about that. That's what I. That's why I titled what I titled yesterday uh, for this program. And that's what this indicates to me. Because you don't tell the American people this. on. Per- he didn't just let this slip, right? He literally said it out loud on purpose in a prepared statement. If the Congress people are not going to ask you this, why the hell would you do that? What's the innocent explanation for cat out of the bag? I don't get it. Now, speaking of uh, all of that fun stuff, I think it is time for us to uh, crown a brand new Richard of the Week. And with that, Mr. Padoni, who are the four nominees for Richard of the Week this week? Well, we have Joseph Marionette Biden. 195678. For... I mean, I, I guess that could be part of it, but uh, telling, telling, uh, wonder what I'm talking about. Basically, telling teachers that uh, they are your kids too. Yeah, I, I, I'm um, pretty sure I could do a whole show just on that alone. Yeah, yeah right. Then you have uh, Jen Saki for her comments the other day on the um, uh, uh, the National Guardsman. National Guard, Guard. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. You well, also have Sean. It, but, but Pat, it's just it, he's he represents Texas, not America. So, so it's Texas's problem. She's a soulless ginger. Um, Then we have Sean King for his um, white supremacy comments on the Elon Musk takeover of Twitter. Then deleting Twitter and then claiming it was just so that he could uh, cleanse himself of the the, uh, cesspool of Twitter. Yep. And our final nominee is Vladimir Putin. For his war crimes and war, ongoing war in Ukraine. And the winner. Vladimir Putin, because of his war crimes and ongoing war in Ukraine. Um, now, Mr. Patoni. Yeah. Um, I've saved something from our previous talk here because it's time to go into the fryer. Oh, boy. Because you know how I um, mentioned to you uh, that Nina Jankowicz is a uh, disinformation expert. Yes, yes, you you, you mentioned it. A few she times is now. also a TikTok phenom. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Information laundering is really quite ferocious It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious By saying them in Congress or a mainstream outlet So disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious It's how you hide a little hide a little lie It's how you hide a little hide a little lie It's how you hide a little hide a little lie When Rudy Giuliani shared bad intel from Ukraine Or when TikTok influencers say COVID can cause pain They're laundering disinfo when we really should take note And not support their lies with our wallet voice or vote this is the point of the show we're going to say we're kidding, we're making all of this up. It's not really happening in the country you were born in, but it is happening. That's now a law enforcement official. It's also the person you just saw, an individual who brags about getting a master's degree from Georgetown University. In case you were wondering if the entire academic credentialing machine that sustains America's ruling class is in fact a joke. Spoiler alert, yes, it is a joke. Well... I mean, at least she's a, a a hotter version of our Lord, President, and Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci. I was going to say, the... at least she has a voice, right? Right. At least she can sing. But what? Yeah. What the... That th- th- that's the head of the disinformation um, governance board. Um. Uh. Newsflash, by the way. Um. Defund the DHS. By the way, did, did, oh did hey, but uh, Republicans love themselves the Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah. That, that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. how about we start there? Let's um repeal the Patriot Act. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat, you got more for the fryer? Oh, do I ever have more for the fryer <laughs> on this glorious Friday? And by the way, do not forget you can follow us on uh, wonderful social media. I am at the Coppin Show. He's at the Pat Oni Show. And do not forget to become a critical thinker. Joining us at criticalthinking.locals.com backslash subscribe. $5. $5 a month. Or if you're really, really a critical thinker, you can save yourself quite a bit of money by becoming an annual subscriber for $45, which gives you, if you're doing your math at home, four months for free. That's more than a quarter of the year for free. In fact, um, that would be a third of a year for free. Yeah. You ready for the next Friar story? Oh, boy, am I ever. Fictosexual man who married 16-year-old hologram can't communicate with her after software support eliminated. <clears throat> what the hell's a fictosexual? But, well, I, wait, 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 wait! I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. It is somebody who um, likes fiction over reality. I mean, th- that that's a pretty good assumption. Um, see this this uh, uh, guy named Kondo. I'm pretty sure that's how you say his name. Fell in love with a character in 2008 after he became ostracized from his peers following intense bullying at work. Technology made it possible for the anime fan to interact with her being in 2017 thanks to Gatebox Machine. This $1,300 device allows users to interact with characters using holograms. This, I, I, I'm going to stop you right there because, man, if you're the, the person who came up with this, right? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> But also, a fictosexual, by the way, is somebody who's turned on by fictional characters. 
So like right. holograms, anime, whatever. Right. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Freaking Joseph. Yep. Mm-hmm. But now he can he can no longer communicate with his Also, uh, would he it. be a ficto pedophile? The character is only 16 years old. So I he'd be a ficto pederast. He'd be a ficto pederast. Yeah. I mean, and he was married to her for four years. So he took a child bride. Yeah. So he's literally just a pedophile, but only acts on it fictitiously. Y- yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, when he got his uh, um, bride, uh, was uh, she 12? I don't know. It doesn't say. It just says that she was 16 years old. When when she died? Or, I mean, uh, got a software upgrade? I, I'm i assuming that's when the software upgrade happened, but yeah. <laughs> what in the absolute hell? Yeah, right? <sighs> I got one more for you. Hey, Tech Roo, I, I mean, uh, reach I out, out to us. Maybe want. you know more about the fictosexual world. I, dude, I'm a happily married man. No, I said Tech Roo. Oh, oh, Tekru. Yes, yes. Tekru. Gotcha. I mean, I don't know that he he's, you know, into that so much as he's into the whole furry thing. But, hey, you know, birds of a feather flock to get. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And furthermore, uh, maybe he can clear up if that was a if this means that that individual is a ficto pederast or maybe, maybe I, I I, I'll we'll defer to him on this. He mm-hmm. he sounds like more of an expert on this than than, than us. Correct. So. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, you ready for the next one? No, but you just hit me with it anyway. Megan Fox, remember Megan Fox from Transformers? Yes. Yeah. Tra- yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Megan Fox confirms she drinks her fiance's blood, but don't worry. It's for ritual purposes only. See, I I seen the video. Have you seen it? No, I refuse. Okay, so it's not a video of them actually drinking each other's blood. It's Megan Fox okay. um trying to explain this as if it's totally normal, totally okay, totally not uh it, I, I'm, I'm, she I'm did, put it this way. She doesn't do, do herself any service. Because she says, don't worry, it's only a couple of drops at a time. And then she goes on to tell us about how uh, Machine Gun Kelly, her uh, fiance, um, literally just like decides that he's going to cut open his chest and she starts sucking his blood. Oh, I just, I can't, I I, I can't, I can't. So so on, on one hand, it's only a drop or two and it's totally normal. It's only done for ritual purposes. Because that's normal. So, so I, I, I have a question. Have you followed the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial at all? Bits and pieces of it. From what right, I okay. understand, Amber Heard is a horrible human being, and so is Johnny Depp. Yeah, they're they they both suck. Like like, don't get me wrong. They, they kind of both deserve each other, actually. <laughs> but here's here's the thing. Here, here's my question for you. Would you would you rather if you were a single man today? Would you rather Megan Fox? 
<laughs> Megan Fox over Amber Heard? Okay. Who's hotter? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. If you have to think about that for any more than a second, it's Megan that Fox. doesn't mean that... Uh, that doesn't mean that I uh, accept anything that Megan Fox says or does. No, no. But I'm just saying, if you had to choose. Yeah, there's no choice. No choice. This could be actually a really fun game that we could play no. later. But um, any, any, any other uh, quick stories there, Pat? Well, um, yeah, actually, a uh, BBC journalist was uh, triggered that you can purchase rifles at Walmart, but then post pictures of um, not rifles. They were BB guns. No, it is true that you can purchase a hunting rifle at Walmart, or at least you yeah. used to be able to. But, 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 th but they posted a picture of BB guns thinking that they were rifles. This is what happens when um, you basically ban guns. You, you don't know what an actual gun looks like. Right. You don't and know that, the difference. That, 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 that orange tip on the front is a freaking dead giveaway, you morons. And I'm not saying I know everything about a gun or guns in general. Okay. But I can at least tell the difference between a fake and a real one. On that note, Pat, any final thoughts on uh, today's show or this week in general? Uh, well, so uh, I'm just going to say this. Uh, don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And Nina Jankowitz is the Anthony Fauci of the Disinformation Governance Board, a.k.a. the Ministry of Truth. And just remember, we didn't start the fire. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.